Okay, you guys got yourselves a ship. We'll leave as soon as you're ready. Docking Bay 94. 94. Welcome to another episode of Docking Bay 94. I'm Carl. I'm Zach. And today we're talking about Death Stars. Multiple because, you know, plural because there are more than one. <laughs> and we might throw a little Star Killer base in there, which is technically a Death Star. Yeah, it's like half Death Star. But, uh, so Death Stars. Um, I feel like, you know, we, we've been getting a little Death Star fatigue lately between Force Awakens and Rogue One. Back to back Death Star movies. Pretty much. So let's get it out of our system. <laughs> this, yeah, this is this is it. The final word on the Death Stars. Um, I guess. I mean, first things first is like you know with the the first um, iteration or first time you see Death Stars, you know, the first Star Wars movie, New Hope, and uh, it's a cool it's a cool thing, right? It's a cool weapon. It's a cool like. Oh, it's a it's a fantastic weapon. It, it's revolutionary. Right. Right. I think. Yeah, and well, within I guess the Star Wars universe, and also just within like within film movies, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It was it was really well done, really well made. I like that most of the movie is set like the second, the whole second act of New Hope is set in the Death Star. Right. We got we got nice and intimate. Um. So, do you have any any thoughts or opinions on that first movie with the Death Star? Um, a lot of the initial questions were answered in Rogue One. True. Um, a lot of people always thought, well, why did they, why would the Empire have missed this exhaust port? Right. You know, and how would they have plans for it and mm-hmm. this and that? Yeah. And Rogue One did a really good job at answering those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember hearing a, you ever see that video about engineers calculated how much it would have cost the empire to build oh, to build a death star yeah no and it was like some tremendous amount <laughs> but i guess yeah. if you have an intergalactic empire you right. have the funds for it right well also i mean speaking of that i mean talk, let's talk a little bit about how they built it or like the where it like the origins of it and all that all that crap sure but real um, quick before you go into that right let's let's just talk about do you think it was needed? Oh, the, the Death Star? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> suppose you were the Emperor. Would you have commissioned the building of a Death Star? Um, because you already had control of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no one was going to challenge your might with those right. Star Destroyers. That's true, but also, I guess, like, because in New Hope, uh, we hear that the Emperor has dissolved the Senate. Yeah, and some of the other imperial guys are like, "Oh, how are you gonna control the the systems without the bureaucracy?" And then Tarkin's like, "Oh, the, we'll use fear." So I the guess the regional governors, the regional governors, will have total control. Yeah, so fear, I guess the death fear will keep the system in line. Right. So I guess the Death Star is kind of is that, that fear? Yeah, I don't know. Like you. Like, they definitely had that with before the Death Star. I still feel if you, if you roll up with 20 Star Destroyers, that's just as fearful. Like, I mean, that's true, but I think also the Emperor wants... Like, the, the Death Star can destroy planets. Like, yeah. that's, like, freaking amazing power, you know? So, and canonically, I, I think, I mean, the Sith have been known to create, like, super, super weapons. weapons. So, it's like a... Canonically yeah. or legendary? Uh, both. I guess. I don't know. Doesn't you know, but you know, that's not really much of a stretch to believe, you know? Oh yeah, sure. Um but yeah, so the the very first like uh I, I wanna try and remember the, the exact like lineage of the Death Star because I remember like reading the book Catalyst, the Rogue One like kind of prequel book. Um you get a lot of like the origins of the Death Star through sure. that. And, but in the movies, the first time we see or hear of it is an Attack of the Clones, right? Right. The end of Attack of the Clones, it was basically a Separatist plan. Yeah. Dooku and the Geonosians. Right. Uh, the Geonosian guy, Poggle, yeah, Poggle the Lesser. Right. Right. So um, we see that Dooku, like, he opens up this like, little, like, mini red Death Star hologram, right? Right. So the Which is interesting that they would have a full plan of that. Yeah. So right. early. Right. When they had they didn't really have the capacity to build mm-hmm. build it yet or, you know, the kyber crystals to, to generate that energy. Yeah. So to me it was kind of like Well it would have been cool if it looked different. Right, a little plans, different. Yeah. Uh, like 
the plan change evolve a little bit. Yeah, because you, you can't expect like to have a plan and then like it's pretty impressive that the, what the final result was the exact yeah. thing that they were planning on doing. You'd think there'd be some some discrepancies, but a little uh, interesting note here. So at that point, though, even though Dooku was a separatist mm-hmm. and it was a Geonosian plan, yeah, right. Um, Dooku never intended to stay with the separatists. He right. He always eventually expected to that Sidious would bring him into. The Republic. Mm. You didn't know it would be an empire yet, but the new Republic. The new new order. The new order that Palpatine was creating. Right. So that would have. So assuming that Vader never turned evil and it was Dooku who was with the Emperor, how would that have played out different, do you think? Well, I think we've talked about this before and. They would have waited until. They, it was finished, and then Dooku would have turned his back on the Separatists. Well, here's here's the thing. So was so was Pal- Palpatine's plan? Did he he never intended the Separatists to like actually pan out or anything? No. Right? He was just using it as a way to wage war. Correct. Right? And Dooku was in on that plan. Yeah, yeah. And he because he knew that he was uh, Palpatine. You know, right? Yes. So. So yeah, his entire plan is all about taking over the Republic, which yeah, which because you know the Republic has more resources, it has more, more territories, I guess. Um, so yeah, it was a separatist plan, and Dooku was aware of it. It was so, actually very smart too, because what yeah. he did was not only did he get control of the whole Republic, mm-hmm. but he eliminated his competition. Right. All those who would have been against him mm-hmm. were gone. True. That's true. So. If you're if we're talking about like what would have happened, I guess um, the. Do you think they would have um, waited until the Death Star was built and then betrayed the Separatists? Hmm. That that's a good bet. I but also like I, what did happen was the Republic got their hands on the plants somehow, right? Because well, in the in the in the book Catalyst, there's a part where I believe that Poggle the Lesser, the Geonosian, is captured and imprisoned, kind of by the Republic, and they want him to do that weapon for them instead of the Separatists or whatever. Okay. Um, I don't remember exactly how they like the Republic gets their their hands on all that, but well, I, I'm confused because Sidious would Sidious would just have it, wouldn't he? Well, yeah, but like, pal- like, what, what would you, what would he do though? Like, would, like as Palpatine, like he can't just like come up with these plans. Like, I don't know, you know, like. No, Poggle gave it to Dooku. He could yeah. have gotten it from Dooku at any time. Well, yeah, but was I mean, was their intention? I guess their intention was always to build it for the Republic. Uh, yeah. Right. Like they never intended it for the Separatists, right? So. Sure. Right, so, um, but yeah, in the in Catalyst, there's a po- there's a point where it's still the Republic, it's not the Empire yet, and they're already working on the Death Star. Um, For the Republic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was very very secretive. Like it's not even it's not known at all by like um, many people. It was already being built. Not built necessarily. Well, a little bit. It was. They were getting plans moving forward and i believe they were doing some stuff already with like on the planet geonosis there's a lot of it was built there a lot of the factory where like yeah the the very initial stuff so not construction but more like materials gathering right like that right and i think they um i think at one point yeah yeah so they were just getting the ball rolling but why would the geonosians be like yeah i'm gonna build this for the republic i don't i don't remember if they if they were under the impression that it was for the Republic or for the Separatists necessarily. Maybe, maybe they did think it was for the Separatists. Um, okay. I don't know, but the Republic. I just remember in the book, um, it was a very tight knit group of people that were aware of this, that it was that it was happening. Um, and what time period is this? Is this after the end of Revenge of the Sith when Vader comes out and sees it being built? Or well, before? well, uh, Catalyst takes place across. It starts off before the Empire, so it's like during the Republic. So it's like during Sith-ish time. Well, actually, no. Like uh, the book starts off during the beginning of the Clone Wars. Okay. And then it goes until like after the Empire is formed, so as this well was into starting to be built during the Clone Wars. Right. Or the, yeah, it was starting. The process was starting like around then. Okay. Um, and then the, and the book ends with Galen. Um, and his family leaving and going off, and then that's where Rogue One picks up um, 
of the, of them being found by uh, Krennic. I'm just a little confused about how that fits in with Attack of the Clones, because all the Jedi were pretty much there on Geonosis, right? And they didn't notice any. Well, it wasn't being. I don't think. I don't think at that point exactly it was being that much work was being done on it. Um, I just but at the same time we didn't see any. You know, it it would have been a cool Easter egg in a way that when they were in that droid foundry, mm. if instead you saw like just gray pieces of metal, that right. could have been yeah. the Death Star. Right, that would have been that would have been cool. Cool, it made sense and kind of fit in. Yeah, um, but we didn't see any kind of hint that the Death yeah. Star was being worked on at that time. Mm. And then you have to assume it happened after that. So the Jedi left after the Battle of Geonosis mm. and never. N- you know, notice to be in build at all. Well, I, I just feel like at that point it wasn't really, um, well, no, they didn't, you know, like it was never really like, it wasn't that, wasn't that big or it wasn't that much of a thing to notice, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but I do. Yeah. I, they started working on it under the Republic and then, you know, it's transitioned into the empire and all that stuff. And we see, um, that at the end of Revenge of the Sith, the Death Star has like kind of like a nice like skeleton, you know, that that was already pretty much you, know, you, you could see it taking shape at the end of Sith, so, which means that they had to have been working on it for, since at least you know episode two, right? Well, during the Clone Wars, sometime. I mean, yeah, during the Clone Wars, they had to have been working on the materials. But mm. I mean, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, when Vader walks out and they look at it yeah. being built, yeah. I mean, you have to imagine that even that it was just kind of an outer shell, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you have to imagine that that took some time. Right. Definitely during the Clone Wars, it was being worked on. Yeah. In secret. Um, but yeah, and then so it takes them just in New Hope, right? The the Death Star is very newly completed, right? No, it's it's newly functional. It, newly, well, yeah, but like completed, fully operational, fully, yeah, and. I'm not 100% happy with the way they did that in Rogue One, hmm. um, but they do mention in Rogue One that the first couple shots are like single reactor. Right. So they that's why it wasn't powerful enough. Yeah, it didn't like destroy the planet, right? Because Alderaan is the first time they like completely obliterate yes, a yes. planet. Yeah. And that was obviously the full, but, but Krennic says in Rogue One that it is... Um, not at the time of so when they do Jetta, mm-hmm. that was the test. It was yeah. single reactor. Yeah. And when they do Scarif, oh wait, well before that, Krennic says it's capable of full power. Mm. But Tarkin's like later on when he decides to blow up Scarif, mm-hmm. he's like it's not necessary. Just do single. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. Which is just, I mean. It didn't match up 100% with New Hope because right. you get the impression in New Hope that maybe they did it wasn't capable of the full power yeah. until then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas now I guess it was all this time. Yeah. But um, I, and also after reading the book Lost Stars, um, a lot of that book is set. Um, one of the characters stays is like stationed in in the Death Star, and you get a really good sense of how big it is and what's like in there, from the point of view of like just like a person working there or like it's like a soldier. But they they have like it's like a it's like a it's like a planet on itself almost, you know. Well, like, it's it's got to be huge because you got to figure it's the Obi Wan or Han describes it as a small moon. Yeah. Um, just the surface area. Yeah. Of the moon. Is a tremendous amount of area. Yeah. How about all the different layers going down to the center? Right. It's I mean, they have. It's ridiculous. Like they have. I remember in the book that I mean, like they could. It 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 functioned as not only a space station but also just like a habitat to live in. Like they right. had, like the people who lived there, they could quote unquote like go out like on their on their time off and like have fun and do shit on the Death Star. Like the Death they had Star. like things to do. They had a pool. <laughs> they had a, yeah, a little like spa. You know, some that they, they had they had some sort of like like restaurant cafeteria stuff that was like nice. Not not just like, you know, grill. Right. You know, it was like they Which had Which we never really get to see. We yeah. only get to see the battle station areas. Right. So they had like living areas that were like really nice. Well they would have to. I mean 
people yeah. were there. Like you said, they lived there full time. Yeah. I mean, you imagine on the Star Destroyers, you could, they probably had beds to sleep on. Mm-hmm. But in general, like, you know, Vader would go back to his castle and. Right. At the end of, like, I imagine, like, a ship, like, you're quartered on there for a time. Yeah, yeah. But eventually you come back and you dock and. Yeah. But the Death Star is like you. It is a like a yeah. You live place. There. Yeah. And w- which makes it like I you know in war you got to do stuff that you got to do. But in like it's just kind of funny like in seeing like New Hope how jazzed everybody is when it blows up. Right. And I'm just and which is definitely a good thing. But I was just like I'm like oh man that's kind of hilarious. Like there's like all these people in there that there are could just, have been. And on something that big, like hundred thousand people, yeah, easily, but yeah, probably more, yeah. More. And most of them are just like people, less like right. They have families and everything, and then everyone's like, yeah, and like they have. Like, uh, forget the stormtroopers <laughs> and the officers. There's got to be mechanics on there. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be <laughs> right. Um, janitors, right? All yeah, all kinds of different people. Yeah, for sure. And the guy, guy took a job at Starbucks on the Death Star, <laughs> just trying to make a living. Yeah, exactly. And in that book, Lost Stars. Uh, um, they, from the point of view of some of the Imperial like people, like the Death Star was a huge tragedy. These terrorists blew it up, right? And there was even like a character that was a side character, but it was like an important character to the main character who died in that in that attack, right? And she was really the, really upset about it. You know, it's like her, you know. So seeing it from that perspective was really interesting. That goes into the idea that like. The Empire itself, I mean, did they do good things throughout the galaxy? And they mm. probably did. I mean, they provided employment right. for probably millions of people. Yeah. They, um, that's why, you know, even you had a Sith leading the way, mm-hmm. right? But you still feel like, I don't know, do you really sense that it's evil? Mm. Well, do you really get a sense that the Empire is evil? Well, I think that um, it's hard to say an entire thing is evil you know like definitely the leadership of the empire is evil sure majority like you know palpatine vader but you almost feel though that okay palpatine's a sith right he's terrible yeah and he does all that political maneuvering in the prequels right kills all the jedi all that was like terrible but once he becomes established All that was terrible. He kind of relaxes out. <laughs> well, yeah, he he won. You know, he yeah, but you gotta imagine like a Sith that's always like plotting and yeah, he's not. He he like took a break from his Sith ways. You know, like <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Like he would have ended up. Like, all right, so like he he's he's at the top. He's 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 the leader of the galaxy, basically. And like, what what do you think his next? moves would be you know like i don't know would he just live up he, I don't imagine know. there were there was no rebellion every yeah. planet was perfectly like in line with yeah. what evil would have been done throughout the galaxy you know i mean with the death star i mean any he could have i mean he could have squashed any well, like he could have yeah but suppose that there was no um animosity well, to- well if he got to that point like to get to that point he would have to have blown up a few more planets for sure probably like, I feel like he would become, if he's become pretty trigger happy with the Death Star, if he had any problems, he's like, all right, blow that planet up. You know, he would just like. Just, maybe, maybe not. But uh, you're just saying out of fear. But what if I'm just saying an alternative scenario where right. people were just like, cool. <laughs> we're in the, under the Empire um, now. The Empire, let's say he like started like giving social security to everybody on the planet <laughs> right and they yeah. all loved it they're like yeah. oh the emperor's so generous and i mean that's how kings stay in power right. here right they give a little bit to the poor and the poor oh he's right what a generous emperor and i feel like he would always be trying to up the ante i feel like i feel like he would definitely have started enslaving people races and whatnot um, to, to work on new things maybe um well then that's a good time to bring up how he had that call to the right regions so that could have been his next thing thing and true because in the aftermath books you know it, it, it's not for sure but it it's heavily implied that snoke possibly snoke was in the unknown regions calling out the palpatine in a way so and it's very if he didn't die in return of the jedi he, he might have went out there or whatever so imagine imagine that you know he lived he finds snoke or whatever 
I mean, what could happen from there, you know? I don't know, but um, I I think you're right. He probably never would have stopped. Yeah. Uh, even if it was 100% perfect in that galaxy, he might have tried to move on to a new galaxy and conquer them. And yeah. It would have went on and on. But getting back to the main point of what, whether the Empire is evil or not. Right. You get us uh, in Revenge of the Sith, you hear Anakin talk about, you know, we can bring peace and something to my new empire. Mm. I feel like they really thought, like, having a central authority would be better because there'd be less bickering and mm. they could help people directly. Right. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, Anna, well, it's hard to say. I feel like Anakin believed that, but again, he was very, at that moment, he was very disturbed. You know, he's very, like, not in the right state of mind. Um, Palpatine definitely is just, like, evil and just wants power. Like, right? Like, Palpatine doesn't care about helping people. Sure. But do you think that, I mean, he's wrong? Like, remember, because he eventually had plans to overthrow the Emperor. Right, but... With Luke, and then Luke uh and Vader could have ruled together. Yeah, but uh, still, it's like, it's... Talk about ruling the galaxy. I mean, it's not impossible for there to be like a good ruler, you know, a good, a good a, dictator. Yeah, that's possible, but it's not super likely. And then eventually, what happens when that dictator is gone? Another one comes in who's worse. Right. So I feel like it's not perfect, but a democracy, a republic, you know, ideally it allows the people to run the government in a sense not that the republic was necessarily doing that at the, during the prequels because sure. there was a lot of uh, corruption and whatnot right but i in the ideal sense i mean that that would be which is similar to what you know we're going through here in real right. life you know we have certain problems with democracy but we feel that it's the best overall better yeah right yeah it's not perfect. It's not a perfect uh, way, a way of doing things, but there isn't really a perfect way of doing anything. So sure, it's probably. I, I feel like Anakin wasn't. You know, he didn't know that. Mm. He wasn't politically savvy. He That's just, true. He just thought like, oh, just, just yeah, just make them make them do the do. right thing. Yeah. And we get that in Attack of the Clones when he's talking to Padme um, on Naboo, and he's like. You know, we should have, you know, the people, you know, talk to each other, figure out what to do, and then do it, you know? And yeah. she's like, oh, like, That's who's going to make them, you know? And, right. you know, so he definitely has that very blunt mindset. Right. Politically. And that, and that sounds like basically what Tarkin said, which is through mm-hmm. fear. Right. It kind of goes hand in hand, but... So, I mean, the Empire as a whole, I mean, you can't say, not, obviously not every single person's evil in it, but the leaders of the Empire are pretty bad yeah um like how do you feel about the officers though like are they kind of just like admiral piet whoever you know (laughs) i mean i mean we don't really see them do anything really horrible besides tarkin because obviously tarkin's kind of a bad guy yeah we don't see those all those like piet or ozel or um we know you lauren's not bad true true he's not a bad guy he's probably the one we have the most you know character background on right and see his character and just be like him and just be like him from clone wars so then we see him in in that and he's in the empire he didn't automatically become bad yeah so i mean yeah the officers i mean we never really see the officers do anything really horrible. There's actually a deleted scene in Return of the Jedi, uh, yeah, Return of the Jedi, where near the end battle, um, the Pal- Palpatine wants them to the Death Star to, I think, blow up, maybe the Forest Moon or it's like a ship. I think it's the Forest Moon because I think the. Um, it was like already after the shields were taken down or something, I don't know, something like that. But, oh no, it was a trap, right? So it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, Palpatine wants them to blow up the Forest Moon of Endor. And one of the officers is like, we have met, like a bunch of men down there. And he's like, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and right. then the officer is like hesitant and he doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that like, um, there's a deleted scene, but it oh, shows okay. it shows um, some like human side of you know this imperial officer. Right. Um, well, th- you would think the same thing about Scarif too, because they had. But in that right. case, they actually evacuated oh, all the imperial oh, personnel. They? Yeah, I said for Krennic. not Scarif, not Scarif. Sorry, um, Jetta. Jetta. Right. They yeah, evacuated yeah. the imperials and then this blew the Scarif. They definitely did. Yeah, kill was, their own men. Oh yeah, yeah. Tarkin didn't give a shit. So. He's a bad guy. <laughs> uh, do you think Tarkin 
and the emperor were in in line 100 percent oh like, like um i think the emperor would have been fine with that blow up the oh um imperial establishment or or do you think like i mean clearly he must have not have cared right we don't really yeah, I mean, it doesn't get taken out of power so, yeah. yeah so i guess so yeah i mean i feel like well tarkin is pretty much the emperor's right hand man right i think vader's his right hand man um yeah in a different way though right like tarkin's his right hand man like when it comes to the empire i guess vader is his more like actual right hand man now do you remember tarkin from the clone wars yeah do you feel like I didn't get that connection with the Emperor with well, he, Palpatine? He wasn't as close then. Yeah, but he was. I think I remember him saying that like the Emperor or Palpatine was like you know liked Tarkin and and like Tarkin talked about you know getting up in the ranks and stuff. I wonder why Tarkin. I feel like Thrawn would have been a great mm. like he would have been the one to put in charge of the right. Like assuming he doesn't die yeah. before then. Because we don't know what happens yet. True. But um, there was a prophecy in the last episode of Rebels, which oh. I, don't, I don't think you've seen yet. No, I haven't. There's a prophecy that makes it sound like he might die. Hmm, okay. Um, but assuming he didn't die, I wonder why he didn't get control of right. the Death Star. That's true. I mean, it's, I mean, Thrawn, like, he's not... He's not involved in any... He's not in Rogue One. He's not in the, in the original movies in any way. Right. And you, so, would have, you would expect that a man of his, you know... Right. His um, stature and yeah. his position would have been in that council meeting, you know? True. A Grand Admiral. He's the only Grand Admiral we know about. So, either he dies or he... Something totally different happens to him. Right. So, I believe in Legends... If I'm remembering correctly, Thrawn is a post Yeah, post Empire return character. of the Yeah. And what happens is he comes back from probably the unknown region, like somewhere mm. very far away from the galaxy. Mm. That's what's implied. And he comes back right at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and he's like the leader of this new of the new empire yeah. pretty much. So we could maybe that's what happens. That's what's going to happen. That the emperor will send him away, and that's why he misses uh, the whole events. Maybe, um, or he could die. Yeah, <laughs> or he could die. Yeah, um, definitely a cool character, Thrawn. But yeah, like I don't know. I guess killing him would be the cleanest thing to do. But he's such a cool or and good character that so many fans of the eu especially are like really into like it'd be weird kind of a disservice to just kill him off in rebels like that you know i didn't follow him from the eu yeah i really like how they how he's done in mm. rebels yeah he's so cold calculating he's a little um, he's even more cold and calculating than tarkin you know right does yeah he is yeah and he and Thrawn has like this weird uh what's the word extravagant kind of way about him you know he's like into like art yeah from like across yeah, the galaxy yeah, yeah. and stuff um he's really cool uh i don't know but so talking about talking about the death stars a little bit we if we're going into a uh, return of the jedi we see the second death star which come on that's kind of a a weak yeah a weak story idea there i don't know i guess if they really if the emperor was so like dead set, set. <laughs> gotta have a death star gotta have a death star like, then it makes sense it blows up and he's like all right make a new one <laughs> i'm not 100 sure about this either but wasn't the de second death star bigger it was is yeah. that canon that it's bigger yeah yeah it's definitely bigger slightly bigger like, yeah by like i don't know 25 bigger or something. yeah it's definitely bigger than the original and they and it was mo like majority of it was finished and the and not all finished but the majority of it majority of it was so that means that well it was a quite different scenario than the first the first death star true true the whole death star was built and the last thing they put on is the weapon yeah second death star the weapon's all ready to go and they're still completing like yeah. the other half <laughs> they just want the weapon yeah so i guess there's some kind of doors preventing like space like, oh right it seems like it's open yeah to space but <laughs> yeah there's got to be like all these like you know things airlock doors but right but so from the end of New Hope, if they started building immediately, then you get, uh, was it three years for, until Empire? No, yeah, it's three years, right? 
and then and then a year between Empire and Return of the Jedi. So they built all that in like four years, roughly. Where the original Death Star took twenty plus, around twenty. Wow. To fully finish, yeah. Well, like from Rogue One, we get the sense that a lot of it is research and development. Right. You know. True, and you know the second time around, they've already did it once, so it's easier to do it again. Oh yeah, I mean they already yeah. have the plans. Um, just like scale it up. Yeah, just scale it up. Everything bigger. Um, um, let's let's take a look at like about how the Death Star operates. So. All right. I always it made sense originally, and now I'm a little bit confused. Okay. So, initially, there's a reactor that you assume creates all the energy and shoots it at a planet. Mm-hmm. Like you imagine, it's like a nuclear reactor, some kind of power source. Now we know it's powered by kyber crystals. Right. Which is strange to me because I feel like lightsabers don't have a power element, right? The the crystal itself is produces the power. Right. So I'm just wondering why the Death Star wouldn't do the same thing. Well, um, I feel like... So... Are they just, with the crystals, are they just, like, getting a shit ton of crystals and then kind of, like, packing them all together into, like, one giant crystal? Probably. Yeah. And then, I I guess, I've always, maybe this is really stupid, but I always kind of viewed the Death Star, like, beam as, like, a giant lightsaber. <laughs> you did? Kinda, yeah. I wouldn't have pictured that until I knew they were kyber crystals. Right. Well, that's what I mean. Like when I oh. when I distru- when I learned even before Rogue One, there was the, like the Death Star was said to have been powered by crystals, oh, like, really? or a lightsaber, or not like a ky- either a big kyber crystal or you know, yeah. So that was canon. Before? I don't know if it was canon, but it definitely was not a Rogue One invention. I'll okay. say that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but. So I was like, oh, so the beam, and it's a green beam. And I was like, oh, it's like a big giant lightsaber. Uh, I'm played. So maybe it kind of works similarly. It, well, I imagine, yeah. So it comes from the crystals. Yeah, and, and, and they, they focus the it. And it's sure. A, yeah, and I guess, yeah. So they have to have, like, this big, all this shit around the crystals to make it kind of, like, to, to hold it in place, to kind of focus the beam. and to, which, which is kind of cool. It kind of fits in that, like, you know, Palpatine was a Sith. He would know how kyber crystals work and yeah. how they do that. Um, Most powerful, but the Geonosians thing. would not. They w- true. So some Sith had to add that knowledge into the plan. Well, all- could have been Dooku or Sidious or. Well, I feel like that was more. I think that was more uh, uh, Galen Erso than the Sith actually, which is because in, in the Catalyst book. Th- I mean the original idea, but. I don't remember if... You think he came up with the original idea? Like, uh, they were like, make us a weapon. He was like, oh, we could use kyber crystals and do that. I feel like... I think so. I don't know. Well, in the Catalyst book, um, the whole... A big part of the book is, like, them figuring out the weapon. Like, how to make the weapon work. How to... Yeah. How to, how to make it, you know. And it... I'm... I don't remember exactly. I don't want to say wrong things, but I feel like Galen Urso, it was his idea to like he was working on like artificial crystals and stuff okay and i feel like but they didn't use that no they didn't they used real ones but i feel like i don't know i really feel like uh galen urso was like i don't know if it was his unique idea to use the crystals i don't think it was but he was a huge part of making it work um and understanding that like they went after him to like make it like they're like sure you know like make this work well he obviously has a connection to the kyber crystals in general yeah because he gave Jin a crystal right we really didn't get the full story of that so i hope at some you, point we learn more you know what's interesting is because it's primarily a jedi thing Right. Well, speaking of that, it's kind of an interesting little thing is that in original versions of the Rogue One story, um, they were going to make Lyra um, a Jedi. Ooh. And that's how she would have a crystal. But then I think it was Gareth Edwards was talking about they scrapped that idea pretty early on because they were, it, it brought up too many issues. They were like, you know, I didn't want people to be like, oh, is Jin, does that mean Jin is a, can be a Jedi? Is Jin force sensitive now? You know, just her mom. But and, it wouldn't have mattered because she died. Right. But he, like what he was saying is he didn't want that. And then he was like, oh, and then, you know, people would be saying, like, oh, I thought Jedi couldn't marry and have children, blah, blah, blah. He was like, it brought up too many questions that didn't need to really 
you know, be there. I don't know. I feel like the questions are answerable. They they are. She could have gotten married because it was well, past. They the are. Jedi Council was destroyed. No, they they are. Didn't an, apply. They are answerable, definitely. And you're right, but. And that's not what he means. I think what he means is that he just didn't want me. We know this, and like hard, and more hardcore Star Wars fans would understand. They're like, "Oh yeah, I mean, there's no Jedi Order. She can do what you want, blah blah blah." But generally, people would be like, "Oh, I thought that." Like, can, can't you imagine if Lyra was a Jedi? The the average fan wouldn't know. Well, no, well, no like someone who's not a hardcore fan wouldn't know that Jedi can't get married. That's a specific thing. I, I, you know, I, I really think that making Lyra not a Jedi was definitely a smart move. I think they were, he was right when he said that if they did that, there would be all these dumb people saying stuff like, oh, is Jen a Jedi? Is Jen force sensitive? Or is, uh, is, uh, why, why did Lyra, you know, have a child? Um, that would definitely be a big thing that people would be talking about, and it'd okay. be really annoying. Um, and uh, I feel though that distracting. Every, every time you choose not to do something in the attempt to avoid questions, you open up yourself to other questions to be answered. Well, what's like, the, why would they have a crystal? Well, they study crystals. So, they, I mean, right there, they're scientists. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Dalen and Lyra are both science. Or Why would she pass it on to Jin as like a, it almost seemed like a religious thing, not a, a scientist wouldn't like give. Well, Lyra um, is much more spiritual than Galen. She's, she, like, I know this isn't in the movie and everything. It could so have not made her Jedi. It could have made her one of the, one of the guardians of the wills or something. Well, Some I think that's in the church too much. Of the force, you know? But but hold on. So I mean, in in the in the book, I know it's not the movie, and you can't really like it's not fair to say like, oh well in the book blah blah blah. The movie should stand on its own. But in the Catalyst book, Lyra is a believer in the Force and a believer in the Jedi. She she was very saddened to see what happened to the Jedi happen. Right. So she places a, a big importance on the Force and the kyber crystal whereas galen doesn't really give a shit and he's more like the science guy he doesn't care about right. the the forest and everything so lyra okay. lyra definitely like is a believer and she puts a lot of importance on it um but that's in the book not in the movie so right which is cool okay yeah so back to the point though why did it need a reactor why did the death star mm. need this other power source mm, i mean i to like function, I guess, to move around, oh, to okay. power things. There you go. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, but yeah, let me see. The second Death Star is blown up by uh, by Wedge and Tilly's and Lando and all that stuff. Gold Squadron, and you know they run in there and they. It's a lot easier to blow this one up than the first one because it's half done. <laughs> it's half done. They just fly right in. Um, the shields that taken down off of the Forest Moon. Vendor. Which is interesting because the first one's so hard. That's like a completed thing. Yeah. You think they would have been more careful to not have a place to blow up the second Death Star. Right. Make it unblowable. Yeah, yeah. But um, it, it's kind of funny because the Emperor, that was a whole trap of his, you know. He wanted the, the rebellion to, to go there because he wanted to just wipe them out. I don't get how it was a trap. It was because he, the emperor himself, leaked the the location of the um, of the Death Star. I thought the Bothans, many Bothans, died to get the. Well, they did, but that was trap set by Palpatine to get the rebellion. He, I mean, he says himself in the movie yeah. So, yeah, that. I agree with you. I'm just saying I don't get. That's a stupid trap. Because it didn't work. Well, in hindsight, yeah. But at the time, it was probably not, not a bad idea. Like, I don't know. He gets, I feel like the rebel. you know the Rebellion blew up the first Death Star. Mm -hmm. They've only gotten stronger and more emboldened since true, then. True, true. You're going to invite them to come <laughs> I mean, the only way it was a trap, the only way it was a big surprise is they knew they were coming. Mm -hmm. And it was operational. Right. The laser was already operational. Right. It blows up one ship. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think we see it blow up one, yeah. It only blows up one capital ship. Yeah. But, you know, it was a pretty good trap. 
at the in the beginning because the the re- rebellion is flying in, and then they're like, "Oh shit, it's operational!" Or no, the shields are still up, right? right? So then they all pull out, and then when they turn around, the entire like freaking like imperial fleet pops out of hyperspace, right? They're, so they're like screwed. Um, I I feel like the rebels still would have won even if Luke didn't kill Vader, and that's true because Sidious Luke. Because, yeah, what Luke was doing was completely unrelated. Right. To what the... the he was re- trying to turn his father back The to rebellion it. was still... Like, th- there was the rebellion stuff, like, with Han, Leia on the planet, and then Lando in space. That was happening separately from Luke. Yeah. So, Luke would have died, too. Luke would have died if he hadn't gotten off. Yeah. Um, if he had never went on, they still would have won. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. So. so, Luke isn't really... Luke wasn't really a hero of the rebellion in that. No, people. Will, yeah, he, Luke was. Only he did the I mean, first right, one. He did the first he did the one. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. He is a he is a hero of the rebellion. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he didn't really in that moment. Like, he was all about you know in that in that battle the hero was uh was probably Wedge, right? He was the one who blew it up. I thought the Falcon blew it up. The Falcon went in, but I think Wedge. Well, the Falcon went in. Wedge was also there. And maybe a few other ships, but it I think wasn't the Falcon the last one out. It was when the when it's exploding. It was the last fire, one out, but I missed them. It was the last one out. I, I don't remember who exactly fired the shots that blew it up. I think Wedge was the one who fired the, the okay. torpedoes, but it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, the Falcon was the last one out. Um, we have that that iconic Lando uh, victory scream. Um, Wedge was was Wedge in the first Battle of the Death Star? I think he was not. Right? He was. He's the one who goes. Look at the size of that thing. Oh right. Yeah. So. So he didn't get killed in that. One. No. And he was also he was the one who like pulled up when Luke was like they were in the trench and Luke was like oh you can't do any good back there or whatever and he's oh, like oh that's sorry. right that's he, like, right pulled that's out right. that's yeah. right yeah get out of there wedge can't do any good yeah and he's like <laughs> sorry <laughs> and he fucking flies off you bitch um no wedge is great but uh yeah Death Star 2 blows up I never that's another thing I never got about the trench run right so first of all the Death Star has a trench yeah they didn't explain why it has a trench but I mean it's like you know it's like uh, it's not a completely smooth ball you know it has like yeah. trenches and it has like all these like but there's weird... one perimeter big trench well the trench that they, they that they that they run through in new hope is not the it's not the it's weird it's not the one that's like around the middle no no it's like it's like a vertical on the top half oh. i think it's not the big one in the in the center what do you know which is weird <laughs> how, how do you know that i i don't remember where i saw that but i know i did but yeah that's i always (laughs) got i never got why they didn't why they had to start the trench run so early and then yeah fly through through this confined space where they could why couldn't they just fly and then kind of just go into it yeah also yeah Yeah. but in force awakens star killer base is it is it's a death star so we don't have to dance around that it's a death star they do a trench run in that too um which yes I, you know just to make it a little more different i wish they didn't because i heard about there was like some concept not art but like just like i read about some different concepts for star killer base and one one idea they had which i think would have been a, a better idea than what they did was that the star killer base was the 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 beam came out of like a volcano that was like built underground and or a volcano or, or some sort of like big crater kind of okay. thing and instead of a trench run they were going to do a vertical like aerial like wow. they go straight down into it um and they go through it that way which i think would have been a little cooler it's, it's a little different yeah um also like poe was able to destroy that thing way too easy man yeah all well, he did was go fire and he like flew in a circle and kept firing well only because that was he, it only because of you know what han and chewbacca did to yeah blow up the uh the gap in the in the side so he, he slips through there right and then once he's inside he just like you know makes the rounds but sure. i mean you know definitely poe is a pretty uh, pretty ace ace pilot but and you know what's crazy is of the eight star wars movies that are out not counting i guess the clone wars movie mm-hmm. all the live action eight films yeah what is it 
four of them have a Death Star. Yes. <laughs> Half. Half. 50% of Star Wars movies have a Death Star in it. Well, if you count Attack of the Clones. There you go. Five. And Revenge of the Sith. Oh, shit. I didn't even think of those. Oh, my it. God. Six of eight. The only movies that don't have a Death Star are Phantom Menace and Empire Strikes Back. Right. There you go. That's why they're the best. Yeah. What? <laughs> why are you saying you're like Phantom Menace? No, I was, the best? I was just kidding. I was just kidding. <laughs> you're like, but, yeah, what? <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, hopefully, Rogue One. Rogue One was a great Death Star movie. Hopefully, it's like the final hurrah of Death Star movies. Right. You know, the final time we, you know, experience Death which, Star. Which was the right thing to mm-hmm. have this movie. I mean, it was a great. Right great place to put a death star right however places that weren't great to put a death star return of the jedi force awakens, force awakens. yes <laughs> and last jedi please god let there not be a death star. <laughs> it's <laughs> another death star it, you should call it the last death star <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god like the, the line in force awakens that i just get so upset with every time they say it is when they're doing the whole the resistance is going through their whole like plan at the end yeah and the one guy is like it's another death star i'm just like god you had to say it you had to say it so that we, shows you that they were 100 percent aware yeah like this we're doing a death star but yeah. they, they made it funny they did they went oh here's the death star here's, here's star killer breeze and then han's like so it's big <laughs> um but yeah i mean whatever we're hopefully death stars are done but we did get i mean something cool with that is we did get the new like way for you can now go we get it twice in force awakens you can go into hyperspace uh-huh. from inside a hangar yeah, yeah and you can um you can approach a planet, approach a planet, at, planet light at light speed speed to come out and come which is apparently a very risky move yeah i like um, that they did those because it really reinforces that like it's just showing more examples of how like Han Solo is like the best damn pilot out there. You well, know, I thought Luke was the best pilot or Poe was the best pilot. I mean, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know if Luke is like the best pilot. They're but, different, but like you know what I mean. Like Han Solo, like just doing the showing. Han Solo is a damn good pilot. He's probably he's better than Luke. You think so? Yeah. So why don't they get him in a? He never flies an X-wing. Han. I feel like they're different pilots. Yeah. He's the like an aerial acrobatic pilot mm. you know he just can move the maneuver the ship in a lot of different ways luke anakin wedge poe they're all fighter pilots yeah sure i mean anakin's pro i think i would say anakin is probably the best ex- mm-hmm. like the best pilot we've seen in the movies better than han solo I don't know. Anakin never went hyperspace into it. <laughs> I don't know. But my point was is that Han Solo is one of the best damn pilots in the in the entire series, right? Sure, but I think there's different criteria between X-Wing, Millennium Falcon. There's different purposes. Okay. <laughs> it is. I, you're right, but I'm, all I'm saying... No, you're wrong. Admiral the- Raddus. <laughs> best, best pilot. Best pilot. All I'm saying, man, is that Han Solo is one of the best pilots in, this, in the in the Star Wars movies. Okay, and you, you can't agree with me on that. You can't sure. can't agree with that. Sure, get out of here. No, but I liked that they did those new things. He's so- tactical. He's got. What are, you, what are you doing? What is wrong what you with you? <laughs> no, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay. I'm saying he's super tactical flyer. He, okay. He landed on the asteroid to avoid. He landed on he's, the side. Yeah, he's super of the star destroyer. Innovative. Innovative, right. and he's like definitely like yeah, yeah. He's smart, a smart flyer. Um, one of the best. Just leave it at that. One of the best. And uh, but I, yeah, like I liked seeing the, those things in Force Awakens. There's a showing them, even though he's old, he's still like still right. with it. You know, approaching a planet at light speed, like that's f- crazy. It's great, but I feel like they didn't need to do it twice. He goes out at light speed. He goes in at light speed. Yeah. But it was it was just cool. It was cool Han Solo sure. Han Solo stuff, you know. Um, I don't know. Any other Death Star things? Do you think we'd ever get another another Death Star? Not another <laughs> Death Star. Do you think we'd ever see the Death Star again? Ugh. I mean, could we see it in possibly Rebels a solo movie? I hope to God that in it's not fashion. in the Han Solo movie in any way. Could we see it in a flashback in the Last Jedi, like flashing back to as they're building it or? 
I'm gonna say circular base. I mean, no, I'm I'm gonna say that the best bet for seeing the Death Star again would be Rebels. They had oh, not. It's probably most likely in Rebels. Right. They have not shown it in Rebels yet, have they? Because in Rogue One, some people do know about it, right? Yeah. Some. Uh, so, yeah. 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 In the very beginning, that guy who has the uh, well, he has like intelligence, right? The guy that Cassian shoots. Yes. The, the intelligence guy. He's like, you know, he's like, it's a planet killer. Right. <laughs> I don't know why it sounded like 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 an Italian right there, <laughs> but like Danny I feel DeVito. Like some people knew about it. Right. Very limited. Right. Um, but that guy probably learns about it from Bodhi. Right. Like Bodhi defects. Right. Maybe I, does he? I don't know. So I'm not sure if anyone will know about it in Rebels. Yeah, true. I think it'd be cool if someone learns it, but they die. They don't get back. That's true. To send the message. Kind of like what happened in Clone Wars with the other clones who found out about uh, Order 66. Mm. That one guy, I forget who it was, maybe Fives, I don't know. But he died. And he was he was uncovering yeah, this was whole fives. thing. It was Fives. He was uncovering this whole thing. So maybe someone will, uh, you know, in Rebels will be, have a similar fate. But, I wonder if we'll see Thrawn and what his opinion is of the Death Star. Right. I think, I mean, that's that's exciting, you know, to see. Season 4 of Rebels will hopefully have some a little bit of Death Star in there. So, yeah, I mean, there's going to be, they're on Yavid now at the very end of... Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I didn't know that. I'm spoil, well, spoiling you know. stuff. <laughs> well, it's April. It's the middle of April. <laughs> it's not my fault we haven't watched it. All right, all right, whatever. But, um... That being the case, likely we might see Cassian in Rebels. Oh, man, yeah. We might see... Well, I'm not going to spoil another thing for you. <laughs> we might see that... Remember that general guy who told Cassian to kill... Yeah, uh, yeah, that guy. Galen Ursa might see true, him. True, true, Um Yeah, I mean, I think Cassian would be cool. That You could probably work him in there pretty easily. Um, and we know that the ghost was in Hera were technically in Rogue One. Um, so was Chopper. Yes. So but we don't know about anybody else. Anyone else if Zeb is still on there. Yeah. I mean it it think about it this way, I mean like in Do we know if the ghost survived the Battle of Scarif? I feel like it did. Just because, like, why would they... Never saw it again. Why would they kill them off, like, off-screen, like, in a battle that we don't see them die in? I don't know. It would be weird. Um, Right. It would be weird. Like, think about it this way. Like, in uh, the Battle of Scarif, you see the ghost. It'd be weird if Kanan and Ezra were on that ship, you know? Like, they're like, there's two Jedi here? Like... Oh, no, no, no. No, they can't be. They can't be. So, obviously, between... um, between the events of uh, Reb- the end of Re- if, if Rebels like ends Season like four Rebels if it ends like right up against Rogue, Rogue One. One then something's gonna have to happen with Kanan and Ezra I don't know what but they'll have to we've talked about it Kanan will probably die I think Kanan will die and Ezra will go away somehow go away yeah I don't think they're gonna kill Ezra which I don't know like uh, we can get into that another another podcast but yeah killing Ezra might be a mistake but I don't know. Uh, anything else that's star-wise? I think we covered it. We covered it. it. Um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, that about wraps it up, I'd say. Um, some of the plugs that we do, you know, find us on Twitter at DockingBay94Pod. Um, have some stuff on there. Uh, you can talk about the Patreon if you want. Yeah, we just started a Patreon page. It's um, slash DockingBay94. So, if you follow the podcast at all um tweet at us about maybe some uh, an episode you want us to do check out our patreon page um we're getting that going up getting that ready as well so yeah all right see ya